Welcome to Motherload, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who are navigating the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful when it comes to the relationship between their desire to succeed and their devotion to motherhood. I'm your host, Lindsay Roselle, a serial entrepreneur, growth and performance coach, and boy mama of two. Each week, I'll bring you solo episodes, engaging interviews, and candid conversations that expand your capacity to do both things well, help you feel less alone, and hopefully bring a little levity to what can otherwise feel like a very heavy load. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today is a little mini episode talking about a few things that I am intentionally implementing right now as we head in spring to just get back into full alignment with my energy management. I feel like coming out of winter and just we had a lot of snow, we had a lot of gray days, a lot of wind here in Colorado. I have been sick so many times this winter, more than ever before. And I'm still sick as of today as I record this. And I want to just be really intentional about tuning things up and looking at where I might have like have some energy leaks or where I've gotten less disciplined with my schedule or with my rhythm and making some shifts to make things feel better again. So the first thing that I'm doing is just kind of a realignment and a review of everything I do to support my physical health. Because as we know, physical health is a reflection of mindset and mental health and they're all tied together. And if we don't feel good in our bodies, it will reduce our ability to be effective in our productivity and it will make us more irritable and, you know, which makes us not show up as the moms we want to be, all of that. So I do notice that when some of these things I'm going to mention are not in alignment, I'm not able to be as productive. I don't feel as energized. I don't feel as social. I don't feel as like connected to RT. I don't feel as patient with my kids. And a lot of it is just a reflection of not feeling great in my body or not feeling great about my body. So the first thing I'm putting in place, especially now that the weather has shifted and (laughs) I'm such a fair weather outdoors person, but we are through the bulk of winter now. It's getting warmer. We're getting more sun. And I want to re-implement my daily walk outside. I have a really, really hard time doing daily walks outside in the depth of winter. So I'm not sure I'll ever be that person. But for the spring and summer and fall in Colorado, I love to walk outside in the morning and I like to do that as kind of my first thing. So I get the kids settled with the nanny or off to school and then go for a walk with the dogs. And I like to do it at that time because you can still get the low angle sun. Shout out to Dr. Huberman. But it's also for me, it's a good way to raise my energy level, kind of anchor into my intention for the day, get my blood moving. And it just feels better to do that than to go right from the transition out of kid mode into work mode and just go right into my office and sit down and work. So moving into spring here and and into the summer, a daily walk outside is a big priority for me. In addition to that, in this health or like physical category are things like just checking over all my supplements that I'm kind of sporadic about taking right now and getting back on track with the ones that I know I really need to be taking that make me feel better. I am doing a lot in the peptides arena and I'm going to have an episode coming up with Katie Whalen from Joy Women's Wellness, who supplies all the peptides that I take. The peptide supplements are really helping me. And I do want to talk more about those. But the supplements I'm talking about right now are things, just the daily vitamins, the B vitamins, vitamin D, a multi. Like I have been sick more than ever this winter. And I think it's a result of being a little depleted 
on some of the nutritional stuff. And of course, having a toddler who is a little cesspool, but <laughs> but I could be doing a better job to support my immune system. And then, you know, just a, a sleep hygiene overview, making sure that I'm doing everything I can to get good sleep. The other thing I've been paying a lot of attention to is making sure I I stand and move throughout the day. I I went through a couple months, like in January, February, where I was doing a lot of computer work. And I noticed like my watch, my iWatch, Apple Watch would like buzz at me that I hadn't stood up for like five hours. And I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is really bad. So I went back to the standing desk instead of the bigger table I had in my office. And I have tried to be a lot better throughout the day of going through like an hour of sitting, an hour of standing and really letting my body move and not sit so much. That's another thing I'm really focused on in this physical arena heading into the spring season to keep my energy up. The second thing is really looking at time blocking and going through my schedule and just kind of reworking how I run my week. And I noticed that as the podcast has grown and I'm getting involved in more things with masterminds and coaching and other business stuff in other businesses outside of Motherload, my calendar has started to kind of fill up (laughs) with different meetings and different weekly recurring things throughout the week. And I noticed that I was kind of putting those wherever I had place, like a spot for them on the calendar, instead of really saying, I want to do this on Mondays, this on Tuesdays, this on Wednesdays. So one of the things that I am focused on right now is looking at maybe starting in June because the the April and May calendars are pretty well built out. But for June and beyond, like the second half of this year, how can I run my days in a more focused way so that I'm not context switching so much? And I did a whole episode on context switching you can go and listen to, but really paying attention to trying to keep your brain in one context. <laughs> and for me, that's really important because I have several different businesses And of course, kids that distract me and things like that at home. And so I do notice, and I I know this about myself and I know this about the brain in general, that if I can do stuff related to one business, in my context, it's, you know, I have multiple businesses. So if I can focus on one business at a time, instead of jumping from a meeting for Motherload and then a meeting for the mushroom business and then a meeting for, you know, our e-com stuff, if I can just say Monday is this, Tuesday is this, Wednesday is this, I... I'm much more effective at being productive and getting things done related to one business if I can just get it all done at one time. So I'm going back into my calendar and looking at starting in June, you know, how can I shift days around of the week to say each day has a purpose and a focus. As part of doing that, another thing I'm doing is making sure, and I've always done this, but I noticed that I was tempted to stop doing this (laughs) because my days are getting full. I've always blocked one day a week to not have any meetings and not have any calls so that I could choose on that day to basically not work or not have contact with other people if I didn't want to. And over the last couple of months, I've noticed that I've let that slip and I've started putting meetings on that day or agreeing to do things on that day. And I think part of what, like, why I'm feeling like energetically a little messy in terms of productivity is that I don't have that day. So, I'm going back and clearing Tuesdays. For me, it's Tuesdays. I'm going back and clearing Tuesdays off and saying, nope, I need a day of the week where I don't have any calls. I don't have any meetings. If I want to work on Tuesdays with other people, I can. If I want it to be a creative day, it can be a creative day. If I want it to be last summer when I was really diligent about keeping Tuesdays clear, I would go to the cabin every Tuesday and be out in nature. And I would work while I was up there, but it was a very like expansive 
thought day for me, like just a dream day, a nature day, an expander day. And I really want to bring that back this summer. So I'm in the process of reworking my schedule to make sure that I can be more structured in time blocking and have that clear day once a week to have creative time or solo time. And then the third thing is implementing a weekly money date. So as part of this 100K and 100 Days Challenge that I'm in the middle of right now, you know, I've been really intentional about getting more intimate, getting more in touch with money, paying a a lot more attention to it, really noticing what comes up day by day related to money with for me. That's been a huge journey. I'll do future episodes kind of checking in on how that is going. But one of the things that has come through in paying attention to money and working on this 100K and 100 Days Challenge has been I'm typically somebody that kind of avoids it all. And I'll do my bookkeeping like once a year instead of weekly or monthly. And one of the things that I can really feel coming through now that I'm paying so much more attention to it is the need to look at it regularly and do the bookkeeping regularly, stay on top of expenses, stay on top of projections, stay on top of the budget, not because of scarcity, but because of how exciting it is to see the projections get exceeded and how exciting it is to see that what we predicted we would spend money on is what we spent money on and we didn't mindlessly spend money. You know, there's just habits and patterns of avoidance that I used to call just like trusting in abundance, but was really like, I just don't want to look at it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to have to think about it or feel guilt or shame about it. And so really, really getting clear on what is the mindset of trusting in abundance and what is the mindset of avoidance and making sure that there's true separation between those two things. And one of the ways for me to do that and know myself in the energy of abundance and the energy of avoidance is to do it weekly and to sit with the money and say, okay, what am I avoiding? What doesn't feel good here? What do I need to pay a little more attention to? And what is abundant? What is amazing? Like, where is money coming in with ease and flow? Let's celebrate that. And I think if I do that more regularly, that trains in the abundance muscle more than doing it once a year or not doing it at all, you know, and and just having this blind like trust and abundance with no evidence. So I am committing to a weekly money day. I think I'm going to do that on Friday mornings and use that time to look at all the accounts, check on all the the software, you know, the the invoicing software, the bookkeeping software, look at what's coming up, what leads do we have in in the businesses, how are things selling, all of the things across all businesses that relate to the flow of money. And just keeping tabs on that in a very, I would say, neutral way. Just information from which I can feel connected to and intimate with the money and make my own decisions and set my own mindset based on true data instead of avoidance or assumption, the, the ways that I've I've looked at money in the past. So those are the three things that I am kind of circling back to here in this spring season. And I totally invite you to look at these things in your life too. And so the first one just to review is everything physical health. So for me, it's movement, it's getting back into the daily walk, it's looking at supplements and uh, nutrition, just making sure that I'm doing everything I can to support my physical energy. The second thing is time blocking and looking at how I'm running the, the schedule of my days. And for me, being diligent about having one day a week that doesn't have any meetings on it so that I have space to be with myself. And then the third thing is this intentional date with money every week, an hour or two a week, where you sit down and you look at all the bills, you look at all the projections, you look at the bookkeeping, you do the regular incremental work on money so that 
it doesn't get put off and it doesn't become big and scary. It's just a neutral relationship that you're in with your money. And I think for me and potentially for you too, having more intimacy with it will create more abundance. So those are the things that are coming down the pipe for me. And I hope that that is helpful and supportive for your well-being too. And as always, I am so grateful that you're here and listening. And I hope you have a great day. See you on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and know someone else that would benefit from today's conversation, it would mean so much to me if you share this episode with them or even share it to your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you. As always, I am so grateful you're on this journey with me. And until next time, remember that even when the load feels really heavy, you are never alone.